Looking for a CRM that's more Canadian than apologizing for apologizing? Meet Client Connector. Imagine high-levels genius, now with extra Canadian politeness and a dash of maple syrup smoothness. Courtesy of Blue Cow Marketing's Decade of Wizardry in Business Automation, this is where tech meets Canadian charm. For just $97 a month, you're not buying a system. You're getting a hockey team's worth of support, minus the ice. It's all the CRM power you need, with the personal touch of your favorite local diner. Ready to make your business as smooth as maple syrup and as efficient as a beaver dam? Paddle over to clientconnector.app and let's get your business saying sorry for being so awesome. Today's guest I have seen firsthand because I've worked with him with another client. Josh Lothman is his name. He is the founder of the Ads Tutor and he specializes in paid traffic. And that is what we are going to be discussing in the episode today. If you are serious about gaining leads, reaching a broader audience, you absolutely need to consider paid ads. So get your notebook ready, sit back and let's get started. Josh, thank you so much for uh, coming on and talking with me today about paid ads, paid traffic, all that stuff that that everyone uh, hears a lot about and a lot of businesses have really not the clearest understanding of how you should effectively do it. And that's where your expertise comes in. Thank you so much uh, for agreeing to this. Yes, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. So let, let's kind of, let's anchor your expertise in the sand here. How did you get started with the paid ads industry and what drew you to this? Okay, well, um, you know, I went to school for advertising actually, and you know, they were uh, all about pushing the, the big traditional agencies in New York and LA. And so I thought that's what I wanted. Um, but you know, I was graduating around like 08, so it was not a good time to get a new job when you have no experience. So, um, you know, I was applying everywhere and I, I couldn't get anywhere. And, you know, finally I got in the door of a local Google ads agency. So it was like a small shop before Google ads was even very popular at all. And I was like, okay, you know, this, I need a job. So we'll start here and then we'll go to those amazing agencies in New York and LA and all of that. And, you know, it turns out I actually really liked it. Uh, I really liked getting in the data and working with numbers and, um, you know, growing sales and improving on performance and optimizing and, and things like that. So I just, uh, you know, it, it uh, had the perfect, uh, marketing pieces that I learned about in school combined with numbers and data that I already liked anyway. So it was just kind of a perfect fit. And from there, um, you know, it just was a kind of a perfect timing because after that, it just kind of snowballed into becoming a more and more important piece of, you know, advertising than digital advertising and all of that. So it was just kind of a uh, by chance, I guess. And here we are today. That's right. Beautiful. So is there is there much difference between the different platforms like Google ads, Facebook ads and LinkedIn ads, like not not in the interface, but but in what you can do with them? Yeah, it's actually pretty different. Um, so one of the things that Google is great at is they have this amazing search intent. So, you know, you don't get that at all with Facebook or LinkedIn. Um, people are actually searching for your services, your products. They're searching for you. So 
that search intent with Google is really great and really valuable, very high intent and converts very, very well. And then Facebook is um, kind of different. It's more like finding a group of people who might be interested in what you're offering and then just kind of, um, you know, trying to convince them and explain to them why whatever you're selling is, you know, valuable to that audience. And so LinkedIn and Facebook both kind of work that way. LinkedIn is a lot more expensive because they really cater to that B2B audience, which, you know, in general has, you know, much higher ticket prices and, um, you know, they have a lot higher budgets because they are, you know, big businesses. So, um, you know, CPMs and cost per clicks on LinkedIn ads are way more expensive than both Google and Facebook. But if you have a really high ticket offer that is perfect for B2B, then their targeting is excellent for you. And it is worthwhile testing LinkedIn ads because you can get really granular on the type of person, the type of role um, who you know will see your ads and you can speak right to those types of people and you know those decision makers in a business and get your product or service across. Um, and then Facebook is, is you know similar, but just a lot cheaper and for you know the average consumer. And, and I know we're going to get into to this in, in just a few moments about, you know, how you should, should think about your ads and, and, and what you should be doing. Um, but in your experience, is there any type of industry or business type that would benefit most from paid advertising? Um, benefit most, I guess, would be the types of industries that you know, are just kind of flying under the radar, you know, maybe you have a great product or a great service, but no one knows about it. So, you know, this is where you can apply leverage to Facebook ads or Google ads and, you know, really reach millions of people for relatively cheap and, you know, try to get a, an ROI on this amazing product that you have that no one's heard about. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. So, so really, I mean, pretty much almost any business could benefit uh, from amplifying their message through paid advertising, right? Absolutely. I would just, um, you know, I would caution, you know, if you have a website, um, that's the first part, I would say, because you really want to make sure that you own your website, you can, you know, put that pixel, put the tracking codes on your website. And, you know, you want to make sure your website works well, and, you know, isn't, um, you know, has weird function prop, uh, has weird function problems or functionality problems or something like that. So, um, you know, if it, if it's functioning well and looks decent, then yeah, you can definitely amplify and, and see some success with ads. Yeah. And a lot of people that, that are listening may not even understand what, what you mean when you say like put a pixel, uh, on the website. Um, can you just briefly just summarize what that is and what it does for you in relationship to your advertising? Absolutely. So this is, you know, a crucial piece, if not the most important piece of, you know, Google and Facebook ads. So the conversion tracking is where you put this pixel or this piece of code, this tracking code on your website, and it is analyzing and tracking all of the behaviors of all of the different users that hit your website. So if you get a sale or drive a lead, then Google or Facebook will see that and they will tie that to the user who took that action. So they'll say, okay, this type of person loves your product and this other type of person really is not that interested. So let's go serve your ads to the person who is interested. And so it really utilizes that Google and Facebook algorithm to find you the most performance. So it is really important that you um, have that tracking code on your website, just 
both for the algorithms so it can learn and so that you can see what's performing and what's not and also have an idea of performance. And, and would you say that that even if you're not planning to advertise right now, maybe six months down the road, you should get that pixel on as soon as possible? If you do think you're going to eventually run ads, I do think it's best to get that pixel on as soon as possible because even if you're not running ads, that tracking code is learning from your customers and learning the behaviors of you know who you're going after. So it's learning in the background while you're not even spending money on ads. And then when you do turn on ads and start spending money, it's going to perform a lot better for you right off the bat. Excellent. There's your homework. Put your pixel on your website right now. Exactly. So, so a lot of time, like you mentioned there, uh, you know, the, the great part about Google is it's search intent. People are looking for you know, either your business or something that you do that it would come up for. Now on the Facebook LinkedIn side, you know, you're targeting certain audiences. How do you determine the right audience for running ads? Like what, what are some things you should consider? And also what are some of the mistakes you see that businesses you've started to work with have been doing in the past that people could avoid? Yeah, so, you know, I would actually say that one of the things or one of the mistakes that a lot of people make with audiences is actually putting too much um, emphasis on it. Um, you know, we we're talking about these algorithms and they're super powerful. Um, you know, I, I love to tell the story because it really showcases how powerful. I drove $1.4 million in sales for a company in one month with Facebook ads. And the only audience I used was the entire United States. Wow. So the pixel had learned so much about who the right customer is and who the wrong customer is that it showed the ads to the right person frequently enough that we were able to scale and grow tremendously at a pretty strong ROI. So um, what you really want to be doing is teaching the algorithm. That's kind of, um, you know, the, the better way to go about the audiences. So I think in the beginning, you want to make sure that your audiences are, um, you know, pretty specifically defined and that your audiences are exactly who your right person is. So if, um, you know, if there's some kind of geography limitations and you don't want to go outside of that, if there is some kind of age limitation, you don't want to go outside of that, or even just interests and behaviors, you want to get as very granular and specific as possible in the beginning to teach your pixel, to teach that algorithm who you're looking for. And then once you start getting leads or sales, whatever you're trying to drive, um, then you can start getting more and more broad, which helps you scale. Um, and you know, it really helps you find the right person because the algorithm actually needs a bigger audience so that it has the room to go and find the type of person that you're looking for. So in the beginning, I would go a little bit smaller and really teach that pixel who you're looking for, and then slowly start going bigger and bigger with your audiences. Hey there, small business owners. It's Sean Wynott, the founder of Blue Cow Marketing and host of this podcast. You know, we've identified five core areas that every successful business has and has optimized that has made them successful. They are branding, assets, lead generation, strong relationship building, and referrals or fans like we call them. And it's these five core areas that we work with with our clients to optimize and streamline. And we do it in a very effective way. Now, how this all begins is with a free marketing review. Now you might be like, hey, Sean, I don't know you yet, and that's okay. And that is why we've created this free marketing review because it is 100% no obligation, 
no sales pitch. We'll gain some knowledge about what it is that you're currently doing, what's working, what your goals are, and we'll make some recommendations. And if at the end of the call, you're open to hearing how we think we could help you, then we'll tell you that. No pressure, no obligation, like I said. It all starts with a free marketing review consultation. So go ahead, go to bluecowmarketing.ca slash start to learn more. So I'm sensing there's a systematized approach that you bring to this, and, and we'll get to that at the end of the episode of how you work with clients. But when it comes to these ads, obviously, then there, there's the creative side. How much, uh, I guess, importance is the the design, the creative when it comes to, to advertising with, with you know paid ads? So I think with Facebook, it's the majority of it. Um, you know, you want to get your campaign set up correctly and you want to train that algorithm, like I was saying, but after that, it's basically all creative. You want to really hone in on what your audience likes and what they don't like and iterate on what's working and what, and get rid of what doesn't. Um, so creative is probably the number one lever that you have control over with Facebook ads. With Google, I would say it's less important just because they're all text ads in terms of the search campaigns. And, um, you know, you really have that search intent. So they're already looking for you. So you just want to kind of seal the deal with the ads there. So um, I think it's a little bit less important for Google, although I do think it's important. You, you know, you want some good ad copy for those ads. But with Facebook, it's very important. And so you should be spending most of your time actually iterating on your creative, um, you know, optimizing your creative, testing new creative and things like that, because it's very important. And the best, the best thing about this is the, the ad platform tells you which ones are doing better because of, of the metrics that are there. Correct. Absolutely. As long as you have that conversion tracking set up correctly. Yeah, right. It comes back to that pixel. Um, and then, and I'm assuming equally as important, the copy and in, in let's say the Facebook and LinkedIn ads, um, you know, copy obviously of text is important in Google, but um, the copy has to play well with the, with the creatives, correct? Exactly. And one of the things I like to do with Facebook is, you know, tailor that copy to the audience that I'm targeting. So if I have, and creative as well, if you can do that, even better. So, you know, you might want to call out your target audience if you're targeting only those types of people. You know, hey, mothers, look at this amazing product I have just mm -hmm. for you. Or, hey, um, you know, realtors, look what we can do for you. Something like that. Um, speaks to them and gets them excited and everyone likes to be spoken to and, and heard. So um, I think it is important to really, um, you know, make those ads as specific as possible to your target audience. How do you go about setting and, and figuring out like the ad budget? I know that there will be people that will be hearing this and, you know, as close to advertising they got maybe hitting that lovely boost button that Facebook tends to like throw in our face and the people think, hey, I'm advertising now, which you, you may be in a very light sense, uh, but they've been conditioned to that like $7, $15, like those small amounts. But how do you figure out how much should you be investing or a business be investing in digital ads? You know, I think that's, a good question. Um, and I've seen, you know, people doing all over the board and a huge range. Um, I think I've heard on average, you know, companies should be spending something like 10 or 20% of their gross revenue on, you know, marketing and advertising and investing in the company to try to drive more sales. Um, so, you know, something like that, I think is a pretty good rule of thumb to go by. 
The other side of things is, you know, the performance aspect. You know, if you're spending thousands of dollars and not getting any return out of it, then I would probably stop and recalibrate, figure out what's going on and, you know, probably bring in an expert or try something completely different, maybe try a different platform. So, um, you know, I would just kind of gauge how the performance is going and see if if the ROI makes sense as well. Mm -hmm. Now, a term that we use uh, commonly is ROAS, return on ad spend. And uh, for those that aren't familiar with that, it's it's for every dollar, how much do you make back on it, right? So kind of base it at that metric of one, right? So if you're doing a ROAS of one, right, for every dollar you spend, you're making a dollar. Is that correct? Yes. Is, is there a target you try to go for that's like, here's a good campaign if it's giving this much ROAS or um, like what, what should people expect to try to thrive for? So that's actually a very personal question because depending on the type of business that you are and the goals that you have, that number is going to be very different. So mm -hmm. when I work with big companies, startups that are aggressively growing and you know maybe trying to get bought, maybe trying to get more rounds of funding, um, those people actually want very little profit because profit and uh, revenue are kind of uh, opposites. So the more profit you're driving, the more revenue you're actually leaving on the table, the more you know, user acquisitions you're not getting. And vice versa, the more you're scaling, the more uh, new users you're driving and, and, and more sales and revenue you're going after, the less profit you're going to get. So it's, it's really important to understand what your goals are for your business. So maybe a mom and pop shop, they might want nothing less than a 3x return on ROAS. So, you know, maybe spend $10, they need at least $30 to get by. Um, mm -hmm. because that's maybe all the money they have to eat and, and you know, feed their kids or something. Um, you know, vice versa, these startups, actually, a lot of the times they want a one-to-one -one return. So they don't want any profit at all, because like I said, you're actually leaving revenue on the table. You're leaving um, new users on the table by doing that. And so that stunts your growth. And that's one of the key indicators that, uh, you know, those pe people in that world are looking for. Mm -hmm. You mentioned indicators, key performance indicators or KPIs, you know, what and I'm assuming in different campaigns you would have different ones. Um, you know, there's you know awareness campaigns. If if you've played around in Facebook, you see those different kind of like goals that they have there or objectives. I think is the term they use. Um, you know, if you're you know let's say you're a business that's trying to to build kind of like your your organic growth, you could build an audience using ads. It's not necessarily going to tell you I've made X amount of dollars right in a in a conversion sale um, but what are some of the the key performance indicators that a business should should look at to evaluate the success of of a campaign that's a great question because i see a lot of business owners you know not fully understanding um, so you know i think the most important thing is what is your goal are you an e-commerce store driving sales then you know revenue and cost per sale cpa um, those are some of the most important ones and if you're maybe B2B or you're driving leads, then I would say cost per lead might be the number one uh, KPI that you're looking for. But there's always, you know, KPIs that work for pretty much everyone. Um, you know, I think cost per click and click through rate are very important. So, you know, those are kind of more top of funnel type of metrics, but they really tell you a good story. And, you know, the, the higher the click through rate is, um, the more relevant your ads are to your audience. And so, you can see, you know, let's say in Facebook, if you're getting a 0.5 click-through rate, then people are not super interested in what you're showing them. But if you're if you're getting a 2% click-through rate, then you know 
there's something about your targeting and your ad that people are loving. And so they're clicking on it, they're excited, um, and that's obviously a good thing. But what ultimately matters is, you know, what comes at the other end of it. Does it turn into leads? Does it turn into sales? Um, because you can get really cheap traffic and it's possible or really cheap cost per clicks. But at the end of the day, if it's low quality traffic or something like that, then it might not actually drive the goals that you're looking for. And then it's, you know, not working. So I would just make sure you understand what your goals are. And those are the most important KPIs to look for. And then I would say click through rate, cost per click. Um, those are the big ones. CPM is something I, I, you know, take a look at on Facebook but those are the big ones. Excellent. And making sure that what you're promising in that ad carries through downstream, right? So the, the page that they're landing on speaks to that, uh, you know, and, and, you know, it's clear what you want them to do when they get there. Exactly. So that will affect the conversion rate. So mm -hmm. if you're, you know, if your click the rate is super high, then your audience is very interested in your ads and your ads are super relevant to them. Great. But then if they click on it and you're getting tons of traffic from this ad and this high click the rate, but none of them are actually converting, no sales, no leads, then you have a conversion rate issue. So you're getting you know, poor quality traffic or there's something wrong with your website. So if you improve that landing page, then your conversion rate should go up. You're pretty much like a doctor, right? You're looking at all these different inputs and, and you're, you're, you're pinpointing what the problem is uh, from that. Um, which which you don't yeah you don't necessarily get that in traditional advertising where you're you know you're running newspaper ads or, or radio ads because you know you don't see those those metrics like that. Right? That's right. That's one of the things I actually really like about you know the digital world is is you can see kind of live information and then you can make changes based off that and then you can see the results um, that you affected very quickly. Mm -hmm. So you know with a billboard or something like that that you were talking about, you might not ever see any differences or ever understand what you can do to improve. Mm -hmm. Now, retargeting, huge part in, in an advertising campaign. So many people don't even understand what that means. Let's, let's unpack that. What is retargeting? Retargeting are those ads that you see that, um, you know, are speaking to you because you already took an action. You, maybe you visited this company's website. Maybe you, um, you know, added a product to a cart, but you didn't end up buying it, something like that. So they're retargeting you. They're trying to get right back in front of your face and convince you one more time, hey, pull the trigger, buy that product or, you know, become a lead today. So it's just, you know, following you and, and really trying to get back in front of you so that you do take that important action. Mm -hmm. It's extremely important. And I'm sure everybody has experienced that uh, many times. Uh, and, and I'm pretty sure you've actually bought something because of that reason. So it is very powerful. Let's talk about, about you, your business. And the reason I asked you to come on this, this podcast is because you know way more about these paid ads, uh, how to set them up, how to effectively get a return than I do. So at our agency, I was looking to refer people uh, to that. And that's where you come in. So that's why I asked you to be on the show. But your business is the ads tutor. Um, you can also be be hired to run ads for people. But talk about the the training side or the I guess the the tutoring side uh, of the business and why you decided to create that element. Yeah. So actually, the reason I decided to create it is because you know I I went out on my own a few years back and you know I created this agency and I have all this experience that I had. Um, from agency life and from client side and, and just scaling lots of different companies. And 
So I wanted to go out on my own and start my own agency, but I quickly realized that sales is not something that I enjoy and not particularly good at. And so, you know, I'm competing against all these other digital marketing agencies that, you know, who knows if they're a college kid or who knows, you know, what kind of experience they have. But at the end of the day, if they can sell better than me, then they're going to win that client over me. And so I was like, you know, this is, this is a little frustrating. I, I need to figure out a way around this. And what I thought was, you know, something I can do that they can't do is teach. You have to really understand the topic to be able to teach. And so I started the ads tutor with that in mind that I could, you know, work with small business owners or marketing agencies um, who need some help with Google ads, Facebook ads, LinkedIn ads, and I can actually tutor them to grow their business. And so we build campaigns together. We build ads together. I show them exactly how to do it, how to set things up with best practices, how to properly test things and understand all of the data and metrics behind it. The retargeting, like you mentioned, is super important. And so, you know, I'm, I'm actually showing them and teaching them how to do it so that they're the ones actually doing it. And they're the ones actually growing their business. And at the end of the you know program, they have they're making lots of money from the campaigns that we set up together and they have the confidence and skills to actually keep going without me. And so I think it's a really cool offer. And yeah, it was, it came about because um, I don't like selling. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I can resonate with that, with that part of it. Um, but you also will, uh, you know, you can't be hired to, to run campaigns for people as well. And you're also launching something new if you want to plug that. Absolutely. So yes, I do uh, manage ads, manage campaigns. I, I do the tutoring and I also am launching a Facebook course. So it's all about, um, you know, understanding how to create Facebook ads so that you actually drive the results that you're looking for. So it's, it's not just, you know, how to set something up, but it's actually, you know, the actual strategy behind it and the best practices that are actually going to get the returns and the results that you're looking for. So Yes, I'm launching that uh, hopefully this month. Excellent. Well, Josh, I, I've not met anyone that has such in-depth experience and knowledge uh, about, about the different ad platforms. So I look forward to to sharing um, this episode, but also um, referring other people to you because I think, I think they definitely need what you're offering. Well, I appreciate that. Um, I'm excited to work together. I want to take a moment and thank the sponsor of our podcast, eWebinar. If you've been doing webinars for any time now, or you've even just considered starting to do a webinar, you should consider eWebinar. This platform allows you to do evergreen webinars with a feature set that is just like hosting a live webinar. Those that are in attendance can chat with you, can engage with your content, all in a recorded format. Check it out. You want to learn more? Go to bluecowmarketing.ca slash ewebinar. Looking for a CRM that's more Canadian than apologizing for apologizing? Meet Client Connector. Imagine high levels genius. Now with extra Canadian politeness and a dash of maple syrup smoothness. Courtesy of Blue Cow Marketing's decade of wizardry in business automation, this is where tech meets Canadian charm. 
for just $97 a month, you're not buying a system. You're getting a hockey team's worth of support, minus the ice. It's all the CRM power you need, with the personal touch of your favorite local diner, ready to make your business as smooth as maple syrup and as efficient as a beaver dam. Paddle over to clientconnector.app and let's get your business saying sorry for being so awesome.